2: It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should?
0: Hello and welcome to The Godless Revolution. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd. This is episode 322. I'm Dan Ellis, joined via remote connection by two awesome co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Duffy.
2: Oh, fuck, yeah!
0: (laughs) And Mr. Taylor Grin. Oh, fuck. I'm on there. (laughs) How are you two fine? Hairy gents doing?
2: Uh, Doing good. I'm a little hairier than normal because I didn't go to work this week. Oh, taking some time off. Yeah. My knee didn't work. Oh, what happened? The fuck if I know I'm (laughs) blaming it on either age. I don't want to blame it on the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. I think that's just a coincidence. But, uh, yeah, I just woke up in the middle of the night and my leg was fucking screaming at me and it was screaming at me for about two days. Did you sleep on it weird or like do something to injure it or what? Like I thought about, I don't think I did anything to injure it. Nothing out of the ordinary. It didn't hurt during the day. Went to bed without it hurting. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah's like, well, maybe Oz slept on you funny. I'm like, Oz always sleeps on me. Mm hmm so it wasn't that yeah like he's always he's always making me contort my body in weird ways to fall asleep on the bed so this pain Uh, woke you up in the middle of the night oh yeah like one in the morning i woke up and like i was kept like like trying to adjust in bed and i'll adjust and i'm like oh that hurts oh that hurts that hurts so i went to go stand up to go walk downstairs to try to lay down on the couch and put some ice on it and i couldn't put any pressure on my leg
1: that uh that doesn't sound good yeah so i did those
2: for like work and stuff yeah yeah as a firefighter my knees i mean i wouldn't be able to get i i couldn't barely get into my own truck to drive myself to the hospital that day to go get checked out so yeah
0: yeah and the doctors are baffled
2: yeah he's like i'm like it i woke up like this i'm like i'm only 36 i can't be that old yet I mean, uh, he yeah, did say basically it was, like
1: we're gonna have to turn you to glue
2: i know he was he's like it doesn't work I'm gonna take you up back and shoot you uh but he basically said yeah it, it looks like i had some fluid built up in the joint and hopefully it's not gout because they have to yeah. test for that you can't say yeah it's gout it's not gout so i just kind of left pressure on it for all week i'm still wearing a Bandage on it or uh, support on my knee when I'm walking around and doing stuff. Does it still hurt? No. Well, it feels like someone's squeezing it. Yeah. Like even when I take it off, like when I have it on, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Like a support putting pressure on it. Uh, when I take it off, it kind of feels like like a little bit of like squeezing pressure inside there. So I don't so know, know what's going on. I'm a youngin' and I have no
1: calluses on my hands. So when I hear <laughs> gout, I think like scurvy and like... The jitters. Like what what is gout? gout like, is, is that like a diet thing? Like will you have to change it, it, Your you diet isn't
2: diet doesn't it, it doesn't it your diet can definitely I contribute I really don't know what gout, gout is. Uh, gout is basically a build up of excess fluid in joints that has a higher acidity, I think is what it is, and it yeah, crystallizes I, in the joint. I think it's a so buildup of uric
0: acid, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So you basically get fluid in the joints that crystallize So it's, it's kind of, yeah, like you have little shards in your joints and every time you move them. What do you do uh,
1: about that? Is there like a drug or or what do you change to make that go away? My one buddy does a cherry juice actually says helps with his gout. Cause I mean, that, that, like, when you say, like, oh, it's a buildup of uric acid, it's like, okay, so is that like bloodletting or like, which of your humors is in that, is in, in that? My one body says that actually, like,
2: him drinking cherry juice. So I don't know if there's like an acidic balance to the cherry juice inside of his body that helps change start
1: drinking like hippie alkaline water like i'm not trying to make fun no. of your condition i literally don't know like
2: well i don't know if it's gout or not you, have yeah, to, yeah. you actually have to physically get tested right. for that He, my buddy gets they, in- they poke you and draw out some crystals for that probably <laughs> <laughs> uh my buddy only gets it in his left ankle mm. so he only has one ankle where he it tends to build up into and turn into crystals
0: yeah, I've got I've got a couple of friends. Well, you remember Bob Ryan, who mm-hmm. who was on the show. Henline, um, yeah, Bob Henline and his brother both have. Uh, well, Bob had his brother has mm-hmm. uh, really bad gout, and his brother actually wears a pump for pain meds. Like his oh, gout wow. is so bad that. He's lost tips of his fingers, like his joints are all swollen all the time and sore. And he's got a pain med pump built into yeah. him under the skin that, yeah, is just constantly
2: dripping whatever pain medication into his yeah. bloodstream to,
0: to just let him function on a day to day basis
2: gout is a form of arthritis and it fucks your joints up okay
1: so that all right that makes more sense to me then yeah because like you would think if it's like uric acid like okay introduce like uric acid digesting enzyme to the person's system and they're good but like yeah that's that's wild
2: that's why i don't know my buddy that he says like he can't just go get like cherry drinks like he actually gets like pure cherry juice he goes i don't know if he says that actually helps with his gout so i don't know if it's like a pH offset inside the body, where if he drinks enough of it, he's like, mm-hmm. or what it's doing acidically inside of his body that helps rid it of that yeah. acid. Hmm. If you if you do you have neutralizing the like, painkiller pump,
1: though, like make sure you get the mask version. You'll be like, nobody cared who I was, so I gotta go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you'll you'll love this, Taylor. The uh, doctor's recommendation was pressure and 800 milligrams of ibuprofen three times a day
1: oh so it was a military doctor then
2: he was too <laughs> young to be a military doctor but he gave me a military subscription <laughs> it's like it's like huh it sounds like what doc in the military told me right trans yeah. ibuprofen, ibuprofen and plenty put of pressure water. on it <laughs> go fuck yourself go rub some dirt on it walk it off keep passing
1: your pt test and don't go to the va when you get out.
2: Well, he he recommended that because he said the other thing we can do is get you scheduled for an mri which will cost a lot of money. So, as we'll do this and if you still have the same pain in like 3 days, then we'll schedule an mri but if the pain isn't like this in 3 days, it's just inflammation
1: of some <sighs> kind. I love the american healthcare system. I was reading some like twitter thing that was going around a lot yesterday. Um, where somebody was like, I live in Iceland. Like I had a lump in my breast and I asked my coworkers what to do with it. And they were like, go to the cancer clinic. And they were like, what about a referral? And they were like, Like, there is no such thing as a referral. Go to the clinic. She went and got like a physical exam and then the, the mammogram. And then like a like a a different type of imagery exam all within about a 40 minute period of time. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's just a harmless fat tumor. Like, you're good to go. Goodbye. By the way, that will be three crooner. And it's like five U.S. dollars. (laughs) like, goodbye. Have a good one. You don't have (sighs) cancer like all the same day. They're like, you have a lump. We need to take care of you. <laughs> here, yeah, it drives like, me nuts. Well, we we could give you an MRI, but that's expensive. So, pop yeah. some ibuprofen,
0: go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts it, when people say that the American healthcare system is like the best in the world because it's fucking not. Not no, about, not by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no, like we have we have a lot of advanced medical techniques and and equipment here. And good doctors, but it's so fucking expensive. And the administrative costs, both emotionally and financially are just way too fucking high, man. There's, and like, if you just remove the profit motive, like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like start there, start there. But what would yeah. happen to all of those healthcare workers? Well, they're still going to be fucking needed. Okay. We're still going to yeah. need. What about the insurance salesman? <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Not fucking needed. Yeah. Why is a company in between? What the doctor tells me I can do or should do and me actually getting those treatments. Why Why is there somebody right. in the middle saying whether that's okay or not? Shouldn't my doctor and me be the ones to, to tell whether that's actually that, that, warranted?
1: That insurance company employee can go back to a school and become a fucking nurse and yeah. actually contribute to the healthcare system. That's yeah. what they can do.
2: <laughs> I always say we don't have any whalers on the streets screaming for their jobs back.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's this there's this fantastic YouTube video. Humans need not apply that talks about like automation and industries and the way that industries change. And they're like in in 1904 was the peak year for horses. And every year since then, horses have had less and less shit to do. And nobody ever says, "Oh, well, this new technology will make new and better jobs for horses." And like, yeah,
0: you know, obviously, no one said that, but people say that about people. Like, mm-hmm. I saw a similar post uh, from somebody earlier this week that was something along the lines of uh, a company that was producing wagons, like like carriages. And Mm -hmm. that their business steadily declined and nobody complained really when the carriage companies went out of business or nobody complains these (laughs) days that carriage companies went out of business because there's no fucking need for them anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everyone can cross train a little bit and we'll all work less hours. How about that? 30 hour. I mean, done next. (laughs)
2: I think it's okay, the it's same the when same. people keep complaining saying, Well, if you if you push the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, it's gonna push a lot of people out of jobs. They're just gonna start automating. It's like motherfucker, they're gonna automate no matter what. Yeah. People if- are just <laughs> screaming to get paid decently for a job they're doing.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, the only thing that has kept employers from automating more than they have already is because they can hire people for fucking slave wages. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they don't have to automate stuff because they can hire real human beings to do the shit that should be automated and pay them fucking awful wages to where the government then subsidizes their wages through taxation of other people like they the people who complain about the minimum wage going up and that it will drive people out of work or drive businesses to lay people off or drive businesses out of business you're missing the whole fucking point of what's going on here you're looking at specifically the trees and not the forest at all
1: Mm-hmm. The first Mesopotamian to stick a fucking wheat grain in the desert was not thinking, oh, fuck, yeah, this is going to create some jobs. They were thinking <laughs> maybe my children's children won't have to run deer to death to live.
2: <laughs> and yeah, somehow along the way, like, I, was, I was watching a show yesterday, Burger King. Their whole model revolved around less employees and more automation. So they invented the fucking charred broiler for the fucking burger. So you didn't have to have a guy flipping them.
0: Yeah. You can just like, and that, you can just put the yeah, little chunk of meat on the thing and, it, on there. and it goes.
2: That mm-hmm. was like the 1960s. Like this thing can push out a hundred burgers a minute where if a person's sitting there flipping burgers, he can only do a hundred burgers an hour. And a person making them by hand can only do 30 an hour. So right. what's better? Yeah.
0: And like, then there's the there's, then that was there's their whole, the whole model. Yeah, then there's the whole skilled and unskilled labor thing. Like mm-hmm. and which is just bullshit too. That's just class warfare by a different name. It is. That's Right.
1: Yeah, cuz you're either talking soft skills or manufacturing skills, which are absolutely fucking skills. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like the people who drive forklifts, work on a dock, do any of this kind of shit are unskilled. It's a it's yeah. a it's a quote-unquote nice way of saying that we don't value your work as much as in, as other people.
1: Mm-hmm. I was a package thrower for FedEx briefly, right mm-hmm. out of high school, and like it's unskilled, but tell you what, to be able to like throw the number of packages you have to throw into trucks per minute accurately is a skill.
2: Oh fuck yeah, get better at it. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck are you throwing our packages? <laughs>
1: no, that's the instead of
2: handling them with care.
1: <laughs> uh, one because it was four a.m. and fuck that job, but also two. That's just the name of the job. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I threw yeah. bags. I threw bags for Hudson General at the Salt Lake City International Airport for a time, and it was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had. But it was grueling manual fucking labor, and there yeah, was I definitely a lot of skill involved. Like you couldn't just walk onto the job and do do you know perform up to snuff as mm-hmm. as everybody else that had been there for a long time and knew the particular tricks of. You know, getting a certain number of bags onto the belt loader into the plane stacked neatly Mm -hmm. and and in an organized way so that they could be offloaded easily. Like, there's definitely a lot of fucking skill in a lot of these jobs that you can't just you can't just pick a person out of one job and put them into another, quote unquote, unskilled job and expect them to perform at the same level as everybody else who's been there for a while.
1: You know what, though? I'd love to see fucking one of the Walton siblings be a fucking package thrower for for thirty minutes. <laughs> I would pay good money. I would watch that reality TV show, not not hidden bosses, but like, oh no, we snatched the boss and shackled them to a bar and said, hey, do your minimum wage employees
0: job for 30 minutes. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you can't you know, they would get bored being a greeter.
0: Yeah. And you can't tell me sure. that that the CEO of the company who's making, you know, tens of millions of dollars per year, that their work is actually valued at that as compared yeah, to their of lowest paid employees, worth of
1: the labor of their yeah yeah yep yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah their their work doesn't equate to you know ten thousand of their of their lowest paid workers <laughs> yeah. per day you
2: that's, know that's where I always argue it is yeah the, the he's the top he should be making the most but broken down throughout the company why is the person doing the most labor for the company making the fucking least right. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. not even making a living fucking wage. They're slaves for your company. Yep. The world definitely noticed
1: a difference when it was harder for essential workers to do their jobs over the last year. I bet you money that the world would not notice if insurance salesmen and fucking travel agents and, you know, some lawyers and CEOs and shit like that stopped work.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The world would continue to revolve. Things would be fine. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. shortages. Like there would still be people doing the actual work of producing things. But go without trash collectors for a couple of weeks and see oh, what yeah. happens. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: fuck that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We yeah. we have a lot of examples throughout our own history here in the U.S. where mm-hmm. that New York City, mm, where that's the 70s, Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well,
0: we got lots of fun stories. Well, maybe not fun, but we have a lot of, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of it fun, a lot of news and stuff It'll to talk right. about that we will begin on the other side of this little break.
2: Hi, this is Allison Gill. I'm vice president for legal and policy for American Atheists, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution.
0: Now, today's prayer and
1: share was inspired by young Shelby. She confided in me and how she wants to improve her life.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Um, not me. My friends. My life is actually great. I'm going back to school. Now, as
1: we all know, the only true way to improve our lives is to pray to Jesus and ask for his help. Really? The only way? What about finding a ton of gold? Well, why don't we share some of the things we want to pray to
2: Jesus for? Maddie, why don't you start? Yeah, um, I want Jesus to keep helping me stay clean and believe in me so I can build my business and provide a wonderful life for myself and my future wife and kids, of course. Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Amen. amen that was a good prayer maddie for my prayer i would like to ask
1: jesus to send me a man that i can cherish while he builds a lucrative business oh and i want jesus to help me keep my virginity <laughs> out. and after i get married i'm gonna get real freaky
2: Nasty, but not before, because that's the good Christian that I am. I mean, amen. amen. What, no, hold on. We're not amening that. Come on. She shouldn't be living her life for some man. She should get her Ged and start her own lucrative business. Actually, Shelby, Jesus
1: frowns upon judging others. so we don't comment on other people's shares. Uh. Young lady, it's your turn. Uh, okay, I want Jesus to wrap up this nightmare so I can go get sick Led lights for under
2: our car. That's pretty much it. I gotta miss. Amen, amen. amen. amen.
0: Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we've been talking offline about some stuff and decided, hey, we should probably just talk about this for the show because... <laughs> Hit that fucking record
2: button. Yeah. <laughs> so Everything so- we were going to talk about, out the window, derailed, <laughs> new subject.
0: So it started because I'm getting my first COVID shot tomorrow, and I'm very, very excited about it. And it devolved into us talking about people... Doing their research or not doing their own research, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> we, we decided, Hey, we should talk about this on the show
2: because this is good stuff. So yeah, the Catholic Church is, it doesn't want people to take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine for the same exact reason. They don't want people to take any vaccines because they think it contains fetal tissues, which it fucking doesn't. Um, I'd have to go back to all the mathematical f- or, sciencey shit that i had looked up once before on this that we had talked about on the show but the reason why people think it contains fetal tissue is because there was an aborted fetus that was used for tissues back in the 1970s i think it was um in which they had replicated genes from that tissue and now they can synthetically replicate those genes that originally came from that tissue in order to develop vaccines So, therefore, they say the vaccine is made from fetal tissue when it absolutely is not. All the tissue is made synthetically in order to help it bind with all the agents in your body. Well, but Um, that's
1: cloning. That's also anti-God. Yeah, no, it's not. But it's
2: not cloning.
1: (laughs) No, Um, but that like they'll just fall back on the next position because they don't want people to be healed from medicine. They want them to depend on priests for blessings to get cured. Because it's
2: it's it's. It's a, a synthetically created version of tissue that exists in your body. So it's like everything, anything you do, whether it's cooking, like you need binding agents, mm-hmm. whether you're cooking your chemistry or you're making vaccines, you need binding agents. Yeah. Well, they synthetically create this binding agent that was created from research done on fetal tissues back in the 70s i mean uh, it works it it came from research that has been done for a long fucking time and if you think any vaccine you get doesn't have products from that research in it you're fucking stupid mm -hmm. well
1: not and like so the anti-vaccine thing is really getting me like i i read one article the other day that um a significant proportion of military folks who have been given uh, access to the vaccine have declined Are, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like, I don't understand how that's an option. Like I can't imagine how commanders aren't saying uh, troops line the fuck up and roll up your sleeve. Like you're about to get a vaccine. Yeah. Here's you know, why it's not option. To in basic
2: because it's in trial. It's, it's not an approved vaccine yet. Uh, by so like that's a why, or-
1: because I mean they got emergency approval.
2: Emergency approval, but it's not the same as like, oh, the f- flu vaccine is an, a- mm-hmm. an approved vaccine. You have no choice but to get it or yeah. cuz uh, when for- I was in the guard, yeah, every year I had to get you had to get vaccine. that. Yeah. Uh that or like typhoid or any of those other things that you get when you're in the military are approved vaccines. Mm-hmm. This technically the COVID vaccines are not a pr- they have emergency approval. Mm -hmm. which basically lets them slide past a lot of the other like, oh, no, you need so many case studies and so many of this. Like, this is basically going, no, we're going to put it through the first two or three trials. And if it makes it through those first two or three trials, boom, you're in. Right.
1: And it's important to note that, like, these are some of the, like, Best fastest tested vaccines ever in terms of the, the sample sizes that they've safety tested these things on. I think yeah. the um, the Pfizer one had a sample group of like, what, 20,000
2: people in less than a year. And now it's for people wild. volunteering. Yeah. Which is also awesome that you got that many people volunteering to go and take it to be basically guinea pigs for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I th- I can't remember if it was a Pfizer or Moderna vaccine or if they worked together on this. It's not a new vaccine also.
1: Right. Yeah. It's based on tech that people have been developing for quite a long time
2: for yeah, and they just this type in. of virus. Yes. Yeah, so they took information they already had. So they already had a lot of research done before COVID-19 was even a thing because they
1: were researching it for, I want to say like SARS, right? Because yeah, there was a big SARS similar. scare that happened in 2009. And SARS is a, is also a type of coronavirus. Yes. <clears throat> Pardon me, because coronavirus really just describes the shape of the virus,
2: where it's got yeah. kind of a halo, uh, mm, and um, uh, the and well, the, the thing is, it's it's all about the proteins in this virus too. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, um, and the way that they they jab onto the the exterior yeah. of the cell, and that's the corona that's being spoken of. Like that's why yeah. you see that spherical shape, a little prong sticking out of it, and and you can make a vaccine that's basically like that with the vaccine on the inside of the thing. So it's really about shaping it right. And they've already developed the right shape. Yeah. And
2: as the way I understand it, and I've basing this off of other things I've watched on how infections and how diseases actually transmit inside the body. Um you the the spike protein, the part when you're looking at it where they have all the little spiky little Mm -hmm. things that are coming off it. They're basically like hands. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have cells in your body and they have, they have some little hands floating around and stuff too, just kind of checking out what's going on. And when that protein comes in contact with a normal hand in your body, uh, they'll have a little handshake. Yep. And either your body says, yep, you're a friend or nope, you're not a friend decides on whether or not it's <laughs> going to let you in. Well, right yeah. now our body doesn't know not to let it in. So it lets it in. And once it gets in there into your, into the mitochondrial part of, not the mitochondrial, into the middle of the cell, it can replicate. It can get into your DNA and it replicates and spreads and does all that other shit. So we're basically making, we're replicating the spike, our DNA of it to talk to the RNA in your body. So that way, when it comes by to do a little handshake, your body says, nope, you're a foe. We're going to kill you now.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, that's how all vaccines really work, work in some yeah. form or another. It's just that, like, in a way, you know, if if a virus is kind of like a Trojan horse, right? Yeah. Um, we had already been developing a drug that said, don't let those fucking horses in. And we just put different Greeks inside of it, like to butcher the hell out of a metaphor. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's
2: uh, it's, yeah. It's also the same with like, so. Swine flu has not become a pandemic
0: mm-hmm.
2: the, uh, not swine flu uh, avian flu okay' has not become a, i had the wrong one has not become a pandemic, but i've also been seeing researchers that are looking at the avian flu and being like, "Hey, this has the possibility of becoming the next covid nineteen
1: mm-hmm. and that 's because most flus like what ends up happening is they jump from one animal population to a human population. Ye- Often because the humans and the animals are in close proximity. Yes. That's why, like, a lot of plagues in medieval times happen, is because you're living in a one room hut, and during the winter, you keep your animals inside with you so they don't fucking freeze to death. And, like, mm-hmm. that's why you get a lot of those conditions coming out of impoverished areas around the world because they're largely in those same kinds and- of conditions. It also
2: is more prevalent that we're no longer nomadic and industrialized farming and everything else makes it way easier and us more susceptible to these diseases Mm -hmm. fucking popping up in us.
1: But but the ability of them to jump gets harder as the system is different from the animal to animal, which is why like swine flus are easier to cross because pigs are so similar to humans, but birds have much different systems. So it's harder for that virus to make the jump.
2: But I know they're looking at avian flu as being... Cause it, it, it has made jumps. I thought in some mm-hmm. of those, uh, uh South Asian com- uh, countries where they have had small outbreaks of avian flu. Yep. Yep. But they're looking at right now, like they are trying to develop a vaccine for avian flu. So when it does become a pandemic, it's not going to be like this one. Yeah. The rollout can be done. Much. It can be rolled. They can boom. It's out where we're getting shots and arms. It's already an approved vaccine. We're mm-hmm. good to go. We're good to go start fighting this. So this leads um, me to another thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought uh, well, I was just gonna say, but as we become more densely packed in city centers, this is it's not going to get any better. Yeah, and that trend is not going to reverse. No. Yeah. Um.
1: So so I was reading last night this article by CNN that was um, interviewed a lot of workers. It was actually one of the longer form articles I've seen CNN do in quite some time, where they were talking about um, vaccine visas. And what kind of impacts it'll have this idea that like, we might eventually have to come up with some sort of like a stamp or a system or something like that, where you can tell whether or not somebody has had the vaccine and that allows them to travel or not to travel. And one of the concerns that, um, researchers, sociologists, you know, public advocates, that kind of thing had was that, um, People at like impoverished or otherwise at risk or underserved areas would be less able to get access to the vaccine, Mm
2: -hmm. which would
1: cause them to become further impoverished and less able to access and, and more underserved because now they're more and more cut off from the rest of the world. Um. And like, that's a serious concern. Like one of the things that we need to make sure to do as a society is make sure that like everyone gets access to this vaccine, because especially in the more underserved uh, parts of society, they rely a lot on migratory work in order to get by. You know, there's a reason why uh, immigration is the way it is in the U.S. People who do jobs that Americans otherwise wouldn't do, won't do travel across the border, work during the harvest season, go back home the inability to do that harvest is affecting our food prices and also their way of life. And yeah, if they don't get access to the vaccine, that won't change. If they're the last people to get access to the vaccine, they're, they're going to get hit even worse, like exponentially. I mean, but we're, like,
2: all, we're already seeing this in Florida.
1: Yeah. Um. in, but, in a but way, something else that pisses me off though, is that like, I don't want that argument um to like, Support people who are underserved and would love to get access to the vaccine if they could, um, to be used by anti vaxxers who are just going to say, Oh, well, I don't want this to become Gattaca, where if I don't have a stamp on my hand, I can't like travel the world. And it's like, Well, no, fuck you. Like, this is something that's desperately needed so that we can keep people safe, so that we can keep the underserved people safe who don't get easy access to this uh, kind of medication, say for people who have legitimate allergens to like eggs and that kind of thing. Uh, And I'm really nervous about like anti-vaxxers, especially with how many more conservatives are becoming anti-vaxxers because of like conspiracy theory shit. Um, I'm really worried that it's going to create like a permanent strata where you've got, you know, vaccinated people and then people who either refuse to vaccinate or can't vaccinate. And I'm just making each other sicker and, and, fucking things up but i mean what do you guys think
2: i i i i'm not as worried about the travel thing and here's why as long as the rollout is done right which is why i mentioned florida mm-hmm. because florida has already been caught with the putting up places in very wealthy areas to give out vaccines versus like being more equitable and being like no we need to do this everywhere not just mm-hmm. in rich neighborhoods because uh, right now the vaccine is free you don't pay for it right it is fucking free so as long as we it's given out equitably and in all areas uh the whole travel thing shouldn't be a worry and i don't want to sound like an asshole here but some people just can't tr- afford to travel sometimes
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Like when, but, when I lived in the Middle East, a significant portion of the entire workforce there were people who were coming from like Southeast Asia yeah, uh, and that, that was how they made their lives. They set their which, money home. Which they, is why they,
2: they I say work. as long as it, the vaccine is distributed in an equitable manner, where it doesn't matter if you're in a rich neighborhood or a dirt poor neighborhood, you have equal access to come in and get it. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you get it or not, that part is on you making that accessible to you is the least we can do. Now, mm-hmm. if you're an anti-vaxxer and being like, well, I don't want to get it. Well, that comes with some consequences. If you don't get it, we are offering it to you for fucking free. Mm-hmm. It is here right now. We'll give it to you. No charge, nothing free. Um, and if you decide not to get it, whether you're filthy stinking rich or you're dirt poor, I, I'm, you pay the consequence of not getting it. Yeah. As long as you have the opportunity to get it, and that's kind of how I feel. A little bit like I don't want to see the shit get worse. And if you don't fucking get a vaccine, it's going to get fucking worse. Right. Right. Well, I don't want to see the shit stay as bad as it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there should be consequences for those who don't participate who don't you know aside from the chances of them getting whatever disease there should be consequences where they can't participate fully in the rest of society because they've they become a danger to society right, right? in the yeah. same way that we would lock up anybody who carries any other kind of plague and want to keep them away from the rest of the population so that they can't contaminate yeah. them and, and do more damage like there have to be societal oh, restrictions safeguards. on people yeah Who aren't vaccinating. We we cite
1: parents who smoke in the same car as their kids. Like, yes, the the fact that we haven't yet created a legal apparatus for people who are putting other people at risk by not wearing masks is ridiculous to me.
0: Yeah. Well, and a lot of the people are trying to claim that it's their religious freedom that should protect them from having the government inject them
2: with some kind of GPS tracker and a vaccine that isn't going to do nothing for them. no how. (sighs) I, which I want to call bullshit there should never be a religious exemption for public mm. safety
1: there there is no religious basis for that activity like there is nothing in the no. holy book that i am aware of yeah that that prohibits that
2: yeah it's well, if you and- have a legitimate uh, immune disorder where you can't get a vaccine Okay, mm-hmm. you can't get a vaccine. That's also why the mass public should be getting vaccines. So you're not even at more fucking risk trying to go get your fucking groceries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I want to bring
0: the religious angle into this and talk about some of the reactions from religious organizations in particular. But we'll do that on the other side of this little break. Sorry. I hope I didn't just derail whatever the fuck we were doing. No, no, no that was uh, awesome.
2: I think we're having a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think that was good. Uh, stop that. Yeah, I, w- I want to highlight the fact that, you know, the, the Catholic Church recently. Or, this is Mithran, author of the ABCs of Science and Mormonism, as well as I Should Start a Cult. And you're listening
2: to The Godless Revolution. So I changed my theology a thousand times. I mean, by the time I but the, the last God I believed in, Seth, was the greatest God in the world. He was so wonderful. He agreed with everything I cared about. He was so nice. He wasn't sending anybody to hell. He wasn't responsible for any evil thing. The problem is, is that like I was in love with that God until I realized, of course, like if God and you agree that much, it's maybe because you invented him. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for
0: content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Okay, so before the break, I said that I want to bring in a lot of the religious angle, because I see religions doing their level best to fuck up everything for everybody else. and Like usual. Yeah, as usual, <laughs> as, as per the usual, as they are wont to do. So back in December, the Vatican issued a decree or whatever they want to call it that, quote, it is morally acceptable to receive COVID-19 vaccines that have used cell lines from aborted fetuses in the research and production process when ethically irreproachable vaccines aren't available to the public. But it stressed that the licit, not illicit, but the licit uses of such vaccines, quote, does not and should not in any way imply that there is a moral endorsement of the use of cell lines proceeding from aborted fetuses. Now, now that the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is available. Well, now the Catholic Church is like, well, you know, it was okay if we didn't have a choice, but now we do have a choice, and so you shouldn't do it. So basically they're saying that they're fine with pissing off their God if it's the only way to keep their congregants alive. Right? They're they're their the courage of their convictions doesn't extend to actually ending their own life or encouraging their congregants to end their own lives or not protect their own lives through vaccine. But if they have options available, then it's well, now, now, now we're going to say you can't get this one
1: can the pope not just be like indulgences for everyone like if you took the fucking vaccine (laughs) i forgive you because i'm god's voice on earth like that's literally what i'm here for the church will donate money in your name for these indulgences yeah yeah. when you go in and take your next communion you're specifically forgiven for this go do your fucking shit like they had a whole thing about this (laughs) like literally
2: a whole thing about this This, this may sound weird here at first, but stay with me. Mm-hmm. I'm weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, this we know. Yeah. Um, do Catholics have a thing against wearing seatbelts? Uh,
0: not that I know of. I'm sure oh. some of them do, but that's probably not tied specifically to their religious adherence.
2: Oh, so they have no problem with a human cadaver that was donated to science being used to test seatbelts out in cars as a crash test dummy. You know, a human body being used. Well, I think if you're looking seatbelts. for, I think if you're looking for consistency
0: and, and oh, follow the- through in in a line of logical thought, that's, that's not going to happen with a lot of religious belief. Oh, okay. Like there it's, it's, it's ideological opportunism, right? As long as there's mm-hmm. an alternative you should use that. What if there wasn't an alternative? What if the only way that we could arrive at having any kind of vaccine at all is through research using stem cells from aborted fetuses? Would they just encourage people to fucking die? Well, that's just too bad. No, we've already got evidence from them dating from December of last year when there wasn't a Johnson and Johnson vaccine available. There were only these other vaccines available and they we knew cool that Johnson it. and Johnson was working on a va- on a vaccine. We didn't know who was going to first come out with the vaccine. And as long as Johnson and Johnson was, was in the running to be the first vaccine available, the Catholic Church was just fine with having their people get that vaccine. Then Pfizer mm-hmm. and Moderna came out with vaccines that didn't use that technology, that used a different type of technology. And the Catholic Church was, oh, great. Yes, everybody should get these for sure. And now that Johnson and Johnson has come out and they weren't the only available vaccine or the first ones past the post, the Catholic Church is saying, well, you should probably not use this one. But had it, had there, had it not been the circumstance that we had these other vaccines available, they would have been just fine with it. Yes. Religions progress only when forced to do so. When they have no other means of staying relevant, they progress just to the point of being of, of, of relevance. Still. Right. They're, they're not going mm-hmm. to progress beyond that. Most of them. It's just and, a and, really frustrating history that we have with religions.
2: The Johnson and Johnson vaccine is probably going to be pro- predominantly available in rural and low income areas because they don't have the ability to refrigerate the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the Johnson and Johnson yeah. vaccine does not require that refrigeration and is a one time shot. Yep. So most likely that one's going to roll out to the areas that can't handle the other two vaccines, which are going to be rural and low income areas that don't have fucking hospitals because we care about those neighborhoods.
0: Yeah. So so this article is from the Huffington Post back in December, and a a portion of the article says in its statement, the Vatican explained that obtaining vaccines that do not pose an ethical dilemma is not always possible. It cited circumstances in countries, quote, where vaccines without ethical problems are not made available to physicians and patients, end quote, or where special storage or transport conditions make their distribution more difficult. Much of the Vatican's pronouncement had echoes in a statement last week by officials of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. The U.S. Conference officials said that, quote, in view of the gravity in the current pandemic and lack of availability of alternative vaccines, end quote, receiving the vaccines being distributed in the United States is justified, quote, despite their remote connection to morally compromised cell lines. So as long as that was the only option available, they were, they were able to stretch themselves into the modern era and say that, you know, as long as there aren't any others available, well, then I guess it's okay. Even though there's a remote connection to morally compromised cell lines. Now that we have options, well, it's, it's not just that there's a remote connection. It's that they're made from aborted fetuses.
2: Yeah. And, which and they the, aren't, which is why, which is why when they have the remote cell line in there, I'm like, you are still just pissed off that a single aborted fetus that was donated to science in the 1970s was used to fucking save billions of lives.
1: Right. And, and what's what it's, it's all fucking made up as they go anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, Pope free advice. Any fetuses which are used for medical research immediately go to purgatory and then will go on to heaven because they made a sacrifice for other <laughs> yeah. human lives that is like Christ's sacrifice. You're welcome. Free of charge. Let your people take fucking medicine like yeah.
2: it's not what hard. If that was, what if up? that was God's fucking plan to abort this fucking fetus right. God in order that to save to millions to of lives? Yeah, yeah. Done. Next What problem. if that was God's fucking purpose? You don't know. Well, and it's just so fucking hypocritical, and they
0: have they have completely flip-flopped in this in, a, in the span of three fucking months, right? Mm-hmm. So Whoa. I'm looking at this article from the Washington Post that was published today, actually, and the headline is U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Say, Says to Avoid Johnson & Johnson Vaccine If Possible. It says that oh, on if tu- possible, yeah, yeah,
1: nice wiggle room, there. yeah.
0: If possible, on Tuesday, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops urged Catholics to avoid taking the Johnson and Johnson coronavirus vaccine and to choose alternatives from Pfizer or Moderna instead, because Johnson and Johnson used cells derived decades ago from an abortion to create the vaccine. So, are we talking about like a single abortion decades ago? I think we are. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: It is. It was a single abortion decades ago where that fetal tissue was donated to science and they have derived synthetic cells based off of that aborted fetus nowadays Mm -hmm. that are made in a lab with no ties back to it. Yeah. And, and like what's,
1: what's wild to me is that scientists right now are okay with using research notes that were developed through like the Tuskegee experiments or like Mengele's experiments in concentration camps. Like we recognize that the source of those experiments were highly fucking unethical, like abominable. We still use them because it's still data. Like it would be wrong for that, like to have been in vain, like on behalf of the people who were victimized, real human beings who were victimized Mm -hmm. and like, for Catholics to turn their nose at a single aborted, like a single abortion that led to these life-saving drugs is like not only unethical itself, but like does dishonor if they believe that that's actually a person to that person, right? Like if they believe that that's a real person that was aborted, then they do that person's sacrifice dishonor. Like that's, that's ridiculous to me.
0: And what kind of weak ass, pathetic fucking God that they believe in, doesn't come down and stop that kind of shit from happening in the first place if he's really that upset about any of this shit that's going on why doesn't he put an end to it why doesn't he stop it himself he's got to rely on some fucking dude in a dress wearing a Mm -hmm. funny hat to tell people which vaccines they should or shouldn't use right
1: well and 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 like i this isn't another example i love to use anytime i talked about talk to people who say that like death is is like for sin or it's a challenge or anything like that right like krakatoa erupted a couple hundred years ago and it exploded so um uh, with such force that there were people within certain mileage of that island who just died immediately from the pressure wave right and like none of them were sinners right like the children the babies on that island were not sinners right like god didn't smite them down for something they did wrong and COVID is the same way right like if a child gets COVID right. And you believe in a God, which I don't know why you're listening to the show. If you believe in a God, like, I hope you come to our side soon. Maybe this will help. Um, if you believe in any sort of God and you think that like that God punishes people and that's why bad things happen to people. How do you explain the COVID that kills kids, right? Like mm-hmm. what's, what is God's plan for that child? How is that any different than having an abortion per your religious belief? Cause that's just a kid getting killed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm, so I'm skimming through the rest of this article here and it's, it's really just kind of making me, it's really just kind of making me angry. Uh, the article says that the latest guidance, <clears throat> excuse me, from the U.S. Conference of Bishops and the Archdiocese of New, of New Orleans follows some in December that we just talked about. Um, they've got a quote here from, from Anthony Fauci that says that you should take whatever vaccine is available as soon as possible. And then the story says that there's a longstanding debate in the Catholic church over accepting vaccines and treatments that use fetal tissue centering on H E K two nine three cells, which are cloned from an aborted fetus from the early seventies. According to religion news, religion news service, the cells used now, such as those used in the Johnson and Johnson vaccine are not from the original fetal tissue. So they're not even like, these aren't even Cells that were from an abortion. They're cloned cells that were grown in a fucking lab.
1: Yeah. Yeah, This is like anti-vaxxers who are against like thermosol when it hasn't even been used since 1999. Like it's the same fucking stupid ass shit.
0: Yeah. It's people who who have not updated their thinking at all because some authority figure, some arbitrary authority figure has told them
2: what they should and should not do. So I I just had to kind of look it up. I don't know if this is. So the, the, what I can find, the first vaccine made using human cells was in 1960. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was human fetal cells, but Mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade was 1973. Well, and so there's a, I'm saying there's a possibility that these weren't from like, oh, I just want an abortion. Like, hey, it medically, this person needed to have an abortion because the fetal tissue was going to kill them. Well, it's
1: important to know that like Roe v. Wade was, was what set the federal bar. Like there were states in which yeah. abortions were legal up till Roe v. Wade, but there were also states where it was not. So like True. it's entirely possible that like somebody in like New York state was able to get an abortion prior to Roe v. Wade where somebody in Alabama was not.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that for all of the vaccines, all of the cures that we've ever had throughout human history, not A single fucking one was created and distributed by God. God didn't have Mm -hmm. any fucking hand in this at all unless they want to try to argue that, well, he inspired people to to build these things and to create these wonderful vaccines to counteract the things that he fucking made in the first place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and and, uh, something just fucking uh, occurred to me. Right. Right. Somebody I right, I can donate my body to science when I die. Right Yep. now, let's say that I get murdered. Right. Is it unethical then because I was murdered to use my body for science as I intended? If not, if you believe that abortion is murder, where's your fucking logic? Like, it's not about how the fetus was got at that point. It's the fact that we have this available to us. We can learn from it. Do so, like utilize the resources you have. You know, yeah. are Catholics well, opposed to hunting? Like, use the whole kill. You know, like don't yeah. just take some of the hide and fucking leave the rest of it. Like,
2: well, like I know I had to have a hepatitis A and a hepatitis B vaccine to play sports in like high school, and you had to have it to go in the military. Mm-hmm. Guess mm-hmm. what? The hepatitis A vaccine used fetal tissues. Yeah, uh, I know Catholics uh, in the military. Yep. The vaccine that people take for shingles right now, fetal tissue vaccine for chicken pox, fetal tissue. And you better not ever get bit by a fucking raccoon because the rabies shot has fetal tissue.
1: Yeah, it's just it's so frustrating to me. If you I like all I want to say before we head home for the night is that. If you get the opportunity to take the vaccine, take it. And if you've got anyone in your family or any of your close friends who are skeptical about taking the vaccine, learn as much as you can. We'll try to add some stuff on like the Facebook page if there's any talking points out there that'll help be persuasive to folks in your life. But like, if you might be a wallflower and just nod along while they complain and, and choose not to take it, Try to, like, step up and see if you can't convince them and push them over the line, because the faster that that happens, the faster, you know, we can get back to normal society and people stop dying Mm -hmm. of this. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I have. Like, listener, you know, please, please do that. Like the next time you just sit back quietly and not say anything, like challenge somebody who's vocalizing opposition to the vaccine. That's all who's spewing bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said.
1: Be the difference.
0: Thank you very much yeah. for that. I get my first shot tomorrow. I'm pretty fucking excited about it. Uh, I'm pretty fucking envious of you. I'm like last <laughs> in line. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm I've had
2: both mine.
0: Super excited about it. I uh I'm looking forward to it a whole lot. Uh but we are out of time for this episode. Uh, we're I'm I'm being I'm being uh, the time guy these days.
2: Yeah. Because you got to go back to work.
0: Because I'm super busy. Yeah, I do have to get back to work. So I, yeah, I took a break at the end of my shift. Well, not a, two hours after the end of my shift, I took a break to come down and record with you guys. Brought my work computer down with me in case I uh, may have missed messages. No, I'm good. And <laughs> uh, and yeah, I need to get back to work. But before I go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they're such. Fucking awesome people. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. Uh, that would be Alan Firth. Uh, oh, shit, it's not up on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: run, Dan, run! <laughs> I had I had it scrolled to the side on accident. <laughs> that would be. Did you start? Let's uh, oh. go ahead.
2: Oh, I already said you're number three,
0: Dan. Oh, I'm three. Okay. Oh, so so now it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. Uh Steven andrus
2: Two skeptical traps <laughs> Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ollie Olson. John McCullough. Tiffany Hudson. Janae Duffy.
1: Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. <laughs> Jeremy Goodson.
0: All hail peanut butra. Jeff Peterson, <laughs> I like, Corey Ebert, <laughs> I,
2: like, I like that new one.
0: <laughs> uh, Megan Mitchell,
2: Free Thinker Two One Five,
1: Tim Jacobson,
0: Janet Uter,
2: Savita
1: Kuna, uh, new patron uh, James. Woo
0: Thanks, James. Welcome aboard, uh, Purple you. Dragon. I hear Good you're also a firefighter.
2: <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard we have something in common there, James. Mm. Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. And Patreon customer
0: service sucks donkey balls. Thank you all so much. Uh Knowing that Patreon customer service sucks donkey balls, you can contribute to the show if you would like via PayPal through our email address of godlessrevolution at com, Or if you're willing to put up with Patreon customer service, even though it sucks, you can go to patreon.com slash godless revolution and contribute as little as $1 per episode for all kinds of fun and fancy things like an early release of the episode before it is made available to the rest of the wider public, uh, extended versions of episodes, extended outtakes clips from the cutting room floor of shit. That was just not, you know, it ran too long and I wasn't able to include it in the episode (laughs) or, Bits that we do between segments when we're recording all kinds of fun stuff and more fun stuff planned in the future. I want to note also that because of my super duper heavy work schedule currently, uh, I, I didn't really talk about it much this episode, but we've got the tax season is upon us. I have a bunch of different training tracks that I not only have to take myself, but schedule out for our branch and obtain funding. Like there's, there's a lot. I have a lot, a lot, a lot on my plate right now. I'm going to be maxing out the overtime available to me. With that in mind, there may be uh, weeks in the near future that we may need to skip an episode just based on my workload and what's coming down the pipeline toward me. Um, but we're gonna just kind of play that on a, play that by ear. We will let people know those weeks where we may not be able to get an episode out. But I'm hoping that we can maintain getting one out to you every week. Just letting you all know that that might not be the case for every week here for the next little bit. But I thank you all very much for listening to the show. I thank our Patreon supporters for being our Patreon supporters. And you two fine gentlemen for joining me to rant for a little while tonight. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. A heart, you guys. Very ranty tonight. (laughs) I'm I'm giving a little heart thingies in the cameras. I I see a face. (laughs) And that's, that's something else we've talked about wanting to do is now we've got cameras where we can all see each other. We've been thinking about doing some live streams and stuff. We've got news about that in the coming weeks and some fun episodes planned. Ryan's got a fun one lined up for next week. Oh yeah. Uh, So Yeah. Good stuff. Good. Good things are coming, man. I'm excited. Be good to each other. Stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week. Don't forget to get Get vaccinated. (laughs) Get the vaccine. Do it. I'm really glad I started fucking around with
2: buttons. (laughs) Because, yeah.
0: Cutting
1: the fucking audio. Like, all right, cool. Got it. Because I'm riled up about that shit, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You like that? I'm a timekeeper now. <laughs>
2: Woo!
0: <laughs> That's a board of facient stuff you don't do that or get to get dude. God be mad.
1: Everything you wanted to know, but we're afraid to ask about penises.
2: Right, right. Like I need to know
1: on the crazy scale. Would you describe it as a
2: manifesto? <laughs> <laughs>